Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. Let's start by looking back at the Masters. We looked ahead on Thursday and a lot was said about Bryson DeChambeau, but the Commissioner of the Sunshine Tour, Thomas Abt, joins us now. Good evening, Commissioner. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. How's it, Teresa? Great to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. Thank you. Thank you for taking our call. Dustin Johnson, world number one, but he went under the radar bit for this tournament, Commissioner, despite some of the bookies having him tied as a favorite with Deschambeau. What do you think that is? Well, Dustin's a, a talented golfer. Obviously, we could see that off the, off the last week. Uh, he went very quiet. Uh, he got uh, he got the, the, the pandemic or the virus, should I say. Uh, got quiet for a couple of weeks. Uh, took his preparation by himself and then uh, came out firing. I mean, if you look at his last, I think, eight starts or six starts, he's had uh, sort of five or six top ten finishes in those starts. So the man is a huge, huge talent. Um, and that's why I think he was uh, under the radar, as you put it, was because he wasn't playing much golf leading up to the Masters. Mm-hmm. And he ended up winning and breaking a record along the way, the first player to get to 20 under in the Masters. What worked for him over the four days? You know, we, the, the, I think that the, the, the putting was, was the exception. I mean, the, the man can hit it long, he can hit it far. Um, and that's amateurs, as we say, we hit it a bit skew. That man can hit long, far and straight. Um, I'd like to say his putting was good. He spent a lot of time with a, a putting coach. He had uh, some time with Greg Norman uh, at the beginning of the year mm. before we went into the pandemic that helped him for an hour at one of the tournaments, just telling him what he should and what he should be focusing on. And then he got a, a professional putting coach to assist him as well. And that was uh, was one of the cliches or, or the clinches for, for him. But also at the same time, he, he's got to hit it close to make the putts as well. He didn't make any huge, huge monster putts. He made really good sort of uh, 15, uh, 10, 15 foot putts uh, that really counted. And, and that was the, uh, the difference, I think. Mm. And you said he hit it far, but he also putted well then. Does it make him the complete golfer? Because before the tournament, we were all talking about how far Bryson DeChambeau can hit it. Yeah, absolutely. I think at this stage, I mean, he's world number one. He broke Tiger Woods' record and Jordan Spieth's record of, of 18 under uh, to finish uh, 20 under par. And, and where he is now, he's definitely the, the complete golfer, uh, excuse the pun, uh, in terms of where he's at right now. I think there was a lot of excitement around Bryson. I think it was magnificent for the game uh, to, to have uh, something new, something different, a new talking point that everybody's saying, well, can Bryson do it? And he's going to eat up the Masters and uh, Augusta National and he's going to hit uh, short eyes into every greens. And, uh, and we realized, obviously, when he did hit it straight and far, it was easy, but it wasn't easy enough to get the ball close to the pin as well. Um, so he had a had a tough time, uh, Bryson, and uh, I was actually very, very, very pleased he made the cut, and I was hoping for some fireworks on the weekend from him. But uh, as you can see, swinging that hard and, and to get it uh, on track every single time is, is, is a talent, and obviously Dustin was magnificent this weekend. He was in a, a world of his own. Uh, cool, calm, collected, uh, a, a cool, calm, collected customer you can never find uh, besides uh, Dustin Johnson. And there were no fans, obviously, meaning there was no one shouting at him or telling him how big the lead was. <laughs> he also says yeah. he stopped looking at the scoreboard after seventh. What did you make of that? Which is really interesting. I mean, he hit the nail on the head there. And he said, no fans cheering him on. You don't hear the, the big cheers of somebody <laughs> else making a putt somewhere else on the golf course. So quite interesting um, that he didn't do it. But obviously, in, inside his head and, and his caddy, his, his brother Austin, they knew what they had to do. They had a great start, four shots going into the final round. They knew what they had to do. And, and if, if you focus on your own game, it's easy for us to sit on the outside watching it. 
focus on your own game and know what you can do. And if you're going under par, uh, you're going to be very difficult to catch. And, and he did it, but it was a really strange comment to make that. Yeah. And is he the guy to watch now going forward? And by that, I mean, we know what he, what he can do. I mean, PGA... Um, Player of the Year 2016-2020, Ferris Cup Champion 2020. But can you go on and dominate now, Commissioner? Your golf has uh, been dominated by a few people. Um, uh, and Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, and our very own legend himself, Mr. Gary Player, Arnold Palmer. Um, and I think where we are in the world right now, there are so many good guys. Um, the guys are working uh, on every aspect of the game so hard. So for somebody to dominate like those, those other guys I just mentioned right now, I don't think we'll see, see that again. But, but in saying that, I think uh, Bryce, uh, sorry, uh, Dustin has been absolutely phenomenal this year. So, uh, but there's so many other good guys as well. So it's, it's a tough question. I'm not giving a direct answer, I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm giving a diplomatic answer. I'm not sure that it will have another another legend like we had those previous guys. No, fair enough. You've mentioned, we've spoken about Bryson already. I mean, he faltered to deceive even Bernard Langer finishing ahead of him. What went wrong for Bryson? I know he even had a COVID-19 test early on. He said he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, um, amazing. Just going back to Bernard Langer, 63 years old and finishing <laughs> tight 29th. Unbelievable. So one of the other guys said, uh, on the commentator said during the week, Is something wrong with our golf game. 63 and a guy competing <laughs> with a guy hitting... Uh, it's 23 years old. I mean, some of the guys weren't even born yeah. when Bernard Langer was playing in his first tournament. So it's unbelievable to say that. But uh, going back to your question, what happened to Bryson? Um, yeah, it's, as I said earlier, I think he just gets up and he tries to hit it. And obviously, he practices supremely hard. He's got a lot of scientific uh, uh, aspects into his game and he believes he knows what he's doing. I just think it was one of those things as, as, as when we go out and play any other sport. We try for our best. We aim for our best. We practice and sometimes um, it just doesn't click on, on, on the day. Take what happened at the Rugby World Cup. It worked perfectly for us. And luckily England, we, I'm going to say useless is the wrong word to use, <laughs> but they weren't good on the day. They prepared methodically as well. It just didn't happen for them. And, and, and with Bryson, unfortunately, in this space, it just wasn't his week to be. And that's why sport is such a magnificent thing. And golf is just as fantastic because you can be on your day uh, today and then tomorrow you just... Uh, you're struggling to make the make the fairway. Is it too soon to say that his way of playing golf will not make him consistent, Bryson? Yeah, I think I think everybody got a very big shock when he came out and, and uh, after the break of uh, the COVID pandemic break and uh, he started the the PJ Tour started playing golf and uh, he started hitting it so far and hitting it so straight, so consistently, um, and everybody got really worried, going, "Oh my gosh, this is the new way of doing it." But as as I just said, he, he wants to hit it further. He wants to do harder, wants to swing harder. Um, and, and again, I think he's just got to get to some point where he's going, this is the level what I've got to be at. I can't go beyond that to keep myself consistent. And, and, and this week was a prime example of trying to be consistent in that environment. And that's what you need to be on the golf course. And that's what Dustin was. He was just consistent every single time. Not once did we, when we were watching it, think he's going to hit it left or right. We knew he was going to get it in play. But when Bryson got up, we were never sure where it was going to go which made it for a bit of excitement as well. So it's a, it brings a different aspect to the game as well. Well, it's hard to have a golf conversation and not talk about Tiger. But yes. if we talk about Tiger this weekend, we have to look at what happened on that part 312. They're taking 10 Shame. shots yeah. to get there. I was watching that yesterday. But having said that, it recovered beautifully after that. What do you make of how we played this tournament? 
Oh, wow. I mean, amazing. Tiger has been phenomenal for the game. Fantastic, wonderful. Um, uh, a lot of stories uh, around him going, the greatest of all time. Um, and that's a debate uh, for, another, for another day. But wow, what a legend of the game. Fantastic to watch. Brings so much excitement. Um, and, and a pity to see what happened um, on, on, the, on the 12th. Um, but, but the way he recovered was, I mean, tip your cap to him. Unbelievable. The determination, the dogged, dogged man that he is going, this guy ain't going to beat me. And he just went on and made so, so many birdies to finish and finish one under par as well. Phenomenal. What, 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 a, what a major champion in our, in our times. And you must be proud of our very own Dylan Fritelli, a top five finish. Very impressive. Secures his ticket for next year. What did you make of that performance? Did you see it coming? Oh, wow. I, yeah, no, I mean, I'm so glad you brought it up to be so uh, f- fantastic. I was very lucky. I chatted to Dylan today. Um, so excited. Uh, so, so good for our game in South Africa. Uh, Dylan's been a, an awesome ambassador for the for the Sunshine Tour in South African Gulf. Um, we go back and say, uh, greatness begins on our tour. And Dylan was that phenomenal. Uh, there's not enough uh, adjectives that I can, can, can put in his space. So he's got his invite back next year. Uh, super excited. Um, and what a good man. He does things differently to other guys. Um, so he's his chuff, we're chuff. Uh, and also, I, I want to make mention of, of our other guys that, that made the cut. I mean, Charles yes. going through a bit of a tough patch um, in his golf game and then found something in that final round. Got it up to sort of uh, five under par, tie 14th going the playing the last sort of uh, five, six holes and, and that made a few drops coming in. But, but fantastic to see Shaw uh, finding some form where previous champion as well, putting that green jacket on, I think it was in 20, 2010, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, and Louis competitive all the way up until that, uh, that Saturday afternoon. So our, our guys are good. They're, they're around there, fantastic. And, and I've got fantastic news that, that, that Dylan's going to come home to South Africa and play our South African Open in a couple of weeks' time. So uh, very, very excited to, to, to that. And, and also Christian Bessadenoak, one of our youngsters, or one of the guys from the uh, Ernie Elf uh, um, Foundation as well, mm-hmm. uh, coming to be made, making his first win last year on the European Tour. He's coming home, got on a plane this afternoon, coming back to South Africa, playing in the Joburg Open this week, which is phenomenal and so exciting for Christian to ca- come and play uh, on his home turf as well. And there are a lot of these guys coming through, Commissioner. Eric van Rooyen had to withdraw early on um, in, the, in the tournament. Uh, I mean, we've got Garrick Higo also w- making waves on the European tour. In your opinion, what's led, what's led to this? Well, we, uh, I got to go back and say we had a Q&A with some of our, our I'll say veteran golfers, if I can call it that. One of some of our older golfers. And some of them jokingly said, it must be in our water. Um, but, 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 but on a serious note, we've got fantastic development structures over here with Golf RSA and our South African Golf Development Board uh, taking our, our amateurs that, uh, that have potential, putting them into elite squads, giving them necessary coaching and assistance, uh, putting them into competitions uh, locally, uh, competing against our, our various provinces and international teams that come to South Africa, taking our, our elite amateurs overseas and putting them into competitive environments um, and, and focusing on that. So that is a huge, huge plus in terms of what we've got in our country. And, and again, sport in our country is, is a divider across every platform. Everybody absolutely loves it. And one of our veterans, if I can call it this, said this, he said, other countries often get prizes for people competing. Where in South Africa, when we grow up, you get prizes for winning. And he says, maybe that's a differentiator in our country. When you win, you get a pat on the back. And when you come 
uh, second or third, you get patted on the back, but you don't get all the, 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 the glory and the fame. And maybe that's different in our country compared to other countries, but uh, I definitely think that our structures with, uh, with Golf RSA and the African Golf Development Board to ensure we have uh, talented uh, amateurs coming through the ranks. Great stuff. And we're going to invite you to talk more about uh, your role of obviously a couple of months in this position, taking over from Mr. Selwyn Nathan, who we've heard spoken yeah. to on this show numerous times. But what's next on the on the domestic calendar now for golf? Uh, we're super excited. This week it starts. Uh, we're, we've got our first uh, event uh, co-sanctioned with the Joburg Open. Mm. Uh, back on our schedule, uh, the city of Joburg, we've got 156 uh, international golfers uh, coming to our shores, uh, picking it up at Grand Park. Starting this week uh, uh, on the twenty, uh, what is it, the nineteenth? On the nineteenth, yes. Yeah, uh, at Rand Park. Uh, unfortunately, the, the golf course is going to be spectatorless, similar to what you saw at uh, at, at Augusta National. Um, and then from there, we go on to the Alfred Daniel Championship up at Leopard Creek. Spectacular venue. What a magnificent golf course along the, the banks of the Crocodile River. Um, we we're playing that tournament over there, and then the past one of twenty nine million rand. Uh, which is unbelievable. Again, co-sanctioned with the uh, with European Tour. And, and then we go on to our National Open, second oldest National Open in the world, uh, played this year at uh, Sun, Sun City. City. Uh, at Sun City, yeah, exactly. Uh, we've, uh, we've benefited, if I can call it, and no one's benefited at all, but we're very fortunate to be uh, able to host that tournament at the Gary Player Country Club uh, this year. And, and this year what we're doing at Sun City, we're switching the minds around where we're uh, wow. As the golfers will understand, you normally finish down at the 18th and the bottom section of the golf course. But now we're going to switch it up and finish on the uh, on the mantle uh, par five, tough tough par five, but very exciting. Can can switch them and make a winner or lose the tournament as well. So we're doing things a little different over here. Uh, so super exciting times. Um, and and our professional golfers are playing for almost 70 million rand over the next. Uh, Three weeks, so that's uh, super exciting. You can catch all the action on Super Sports. Uh, no, uh, no spectators will be allowed at any other tournament, unfortunately. We're following strict uh, protocols with the European Tour as well as what our government are saying to us that we need to adhere and, and golf RSA risk mitigation strategies uh, and protocols. Yeah. So uh, we're creating all those buy bubbles, so it's a super exciting time. And we know people can't get there, but. Uh, we're doing a heck of a lot on, on, on our, with our partners and on social media. Makes up for the NGC. We would have been at NGC this week or last week if it was happening in 2020. But thank you, Commissioner, for speaking to us on SAFM. And we'll show we keep the listeners updated with the scores from what's happening. The Joburg Open, the SA Open and the Alfred Dunhill, as mentioned by the Commissioner of the Sunshine Tour, Thomas Aptu, was helping us look back at the Masters.